They're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. The Mega Dega. It's the biggest skate comp all year. Mega Dega is today. Let's drop! Tristan Fishtickle. What? what? Where do you think you're going? You're not going anywhere. What is she, your babysitter? All right, so what's your plan? Well, let's go to the Mega Dega. No Mega, no Dega, no nothing. I made you a map. It's at six in the avocado. Mega Dega! We just lost their signal. Mega Dega. Mega Dega. So I have some I have some Mega Dega reviews to read you. Uh I've found the letterboxed for this. There's very little information on this movie. You were saying that you found the director's LinkedIn? Yes. And that it was a Netflix release? Uh Netflix and Showtime. Netflix in 2010 to make this clear so like that was we're gonna mail this to you netflix <laughs> not like we're gonna stream this Correct. to netflix okay let me let me read some uh reviews of nick and tristan go mega dega unironically giving this three and a half stars there's also silly and imaginative kid comedy with some pratfalls all right Entertaining movie, if there isn't anything more on TV. And finally, huge boobs on security guard! <laughs> That's what they took away from this? Uh, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Rough Cuts. Yeah. <laughs> How is that what they took away? <laughs> oh my God. I did also, there's another one that's, I'm just like the ska kid with the eye patch. <laughs> Hi everybody, I'm just like the Ska Kid with the eye patch, and my name's Ilya, and I'm your host, and this is my wonderful co-host, Vorks. I'm here to pick it up. I'm here to put it down. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. They had a checkerboard cake in this for the Ska Kids. <laughs> they sure I, did. Well, it was a Ska oh, birthday. Well, it, it, it wasn't was, a Ska it, birthday. Well, it was a Ska mm, birthday party crashing, party pressure. crashers crash party. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. With the empty pool, because they were crashing their crash party with the crashers. Yeah. Who do the pool. Who, who skank. Yeah. And they skank. There was some really good punk costumes in this. There were some good punk punks in this. All right. Uh, so, so this is Rough Cuts. We go over bad dog movies, good boys and bad movies. Uh, this is... Nick and Tristan go Mega Dega. Mega Dega. Let's go. We landed on because I said that we should do... What was the movie before this that I said we should do? The Howling Reborn. Oh, yeah. No, you... Yeah, you picked up The Howling Reborn because you went... Well, the Howling movies are always... Trash. Maybe. But maybe (laughs) sometimes good. I don't know. Let's do a Howling movie. So you went to get the Howling knockoff movie. And when you went to do that, it said... Similar to, and showed Nick and Tristan go Mega Dega, which has a cover of two kids with skateboards and a... And a cool dog. God, what kind of dog is that? I, I can't... I never remember uh, what kind of dog it's that like is. It's like a... It's kind of like a bulldog boxer dog kind yeah, of thing. It, yeah. It's very much the, the little rascal spot dog, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't have the spot over the eye, but it is that kind of dog. Like, short-haired, white dog with spots on yeah, it like yeah. brown and black spots really really cute dog on a long board and we went yeah, yeah all right, right. Yeah, <laughs> it says mega dega what the fuck does that it mean? says mega dega yeah yeah what the fuck is a mega dega what the fuck is a mega dega boys i the, the 
the name of a skateboard competition, I think. I think that was the I name. Think, I think that's what it is, yes. But I don't know why I... they just say Mega Dega all the time. <laughs> it's also their catchphrase, I guess. I don't... I don't know. They say it all the time because they're rad skateboard kids that also, as we learned, happened to be YouTube stars at the time of, again... 2010. <laughs> this is this is a Russell Madness situation. Yeah, this thing's also just way out of time. Like yes, yes, because for a lot of reasons, it feels like you know how in the 90s they did uh, a lot of live action cartoon movies like Dudley Do Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. It, it feels like that type of thing for a cartoon that didn't exist. Yes. And also done better than a lot of those. Because I'm it didn't say have done source better material than a lot that of I those. had to stick to, right? That's why. Maybe. They could Maybe. be original. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it also... It, and it... Like, they they start this out. The start of this sh- uh, show is these kids doing sp- skateboarding tricks with, like, all kinds of jazz wall like you know what i mean like the jazz pattern oh okay you're not talking about from like musical jazz no 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 yes yes i'm talking about like the jazz cup patterns like like jazz and i don't know no yeah no it's it's like the jazz cup patterns like the most 90 ass like arcade flooring effects over them doing yes. like skateboard tricks like it'll just pause constantly and go back to credits with like funny plan like shaking credits and things like that like it's all so 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 90s i a lot of this is is hand-drawn animation over live action footage yeah a, a decent amount of it, of it is a ton of yeah. it yeah and yeah. I'm trying to remember when Scott Pilgrim came out, because there's a Aware ton of this. yeah, but there's a ton of feeling of Scott Pilgrim in this, and that type of energy sure. of of animation, and let's make it cartoony and weird. Oh no, I, okay, it's literally the same year. God, I'm fucking ancient. It's yeah. 2010. Yeah, that see, was a 2010 movie. 2010 was 40 years ago. So, uh, as a skeleton, crumbling uh, <laughs> in real just, time. Uh huh. But it's ah. that type of thing. It's it's also we watched Tank Girl recently. It's very Tank Girl and just high energy a bit, yeah. animation mixed with live action. Let's make it goofy, silly. It's obviously mm-hmm. way more kid friendly than Tank Girl. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and it's, that would but, yeah, <laughs> you know. kind of needs to be. But the, this movie is like if Rocket Power and Fairly Odd Parents got together and made a different combination show. It is, we talked about it at the beginning where we were like, wow, this is super, super fairly odd parents. Mm-hmm. Like, it just really had that vibe to it. Especially, like, the dad also. The dad, for the dad, sure. Yeah. The dad felt like so, he was cribbing directly from that. So the dad is a teacher from Lizzie McGuire, which I've never seen. Oh. But I know of. Okay. Uh, the huh. mom is the voice of Korra. Huh. From the the Avatar spinoff. Yeah, I was going to say like that. Yeah, okay. So they have cartoon talent. The director is the uh, writer and storyboard artist for Camp Laszlo and Chowder. And I get a lot of Chowder from this also. Because Chowder is very much, let's mix cartoon with weird fucking visuals. And also just throw live action in as a joke. Sure. Yeah, okay. I can... So... But... That's one part of this mm-hmm. where it's out of time. Is it feels like a mixture of like Tank Girl zany '90s ness and mm-hmm. like car- Saturday morning cartoons from the '90s and things like that. So it's twenty years out of date almost with that on its own. Yes. But then also, if we're looking at it from now, we're like, oh, oh, sure, this is a Netflix movie. Wait, no, this is like. Before Netflix did movies, though. This is when, like I said, this is when Netflix sent DVDs in the mail. This is not Netflix online. This is, like, they might have been online, but, like, well, I don't think Netflix started it. They just chose Netflix as a distribution method, I think. Sure, but you know what I mean, though. That's still weird, though, that it's 
a, a direct-to-Netflix movie in a way. Like, in 2010, that's strange. Mm, and then it's about, yeah. like, YouTube... It, it's starring some YouTube stars, which is... Again, like, it's just a little early for that, so it's funny to see how old it is, and then also that it feels even older. Like, it's out of time in some I, weird ways. Some of it even feels older than the 90s, yeah, because there's Pee-wee's Playhouse Claymation bits yes, for I was some gonna reason. Say you were talking about the live-action yeah. cartoony parts and, like, having drawing over it. I'm like, what about the fucking stop-motion cockroaches? Yeah, the whole cockroach scene is just straight out of Pee-wee's Playhouse. And every like, single person that's listening to this is, what the fuck? fuck are they talking about like there's, there's no cowboy curtis me? showing up but there sure is a zombie uh, the genie the, yeah 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 because yeah. they're the movie opens with the two twins like walking in the desert as french like <laughs> it's like from the movie ishtar yes yeah <laughs> like, it's walking in the desert and then they they come upon an oasis of skateboarding called the mega dega as a, a genie floats out of a golden skateboard to grant them a wish mm-hmm, <laughs> three wishes they, they rub the golden skateboard yeah <laughs> it's just and then it turns out to be a dream sequence because they've been thinking about going to the mega dega yeah the whole thing is just bizarre from second one it rules this so, I guess that let's just... I'm gonna jump to one thing real quick. This movie? It's fucking rad. Why do we not hear about this movie? This movie's cool. I like this movie a lot. I think this yeah. movie's great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and it's un- definitely a dog movie. We definitely didn't get tricked again by a cover. We definitely did not get tricked by a cover. It's got a lot... There's... There is dose dogs. That, there is a dog... <laughs> they, okay, it's a single dog. Sorry, uno dog... Dose time. <laughs> it comes on. It comes on screen twice. It's oh, I mean, plot important. Speaking of other movies we watched, this is also reminding me a lot of uh, Soccer Dog. For at least two of the stories in Soccer Dog, there maybe there's no like dog catcher horror movie. No, there's no slasher dog catcher, but, which was but the, really good. The goofy. Like, soccer kids and, like, pulling out a big book to look at the rules. And, like, it's just really surrealist and weird. Some of the feel weird. of it has a little bit of that. Very yeah. Nickelodeon I think, feel. I think this is better than soccer. I think it is. Yeah, I think I, it's more which coherent. Is, if you've listened to Soccer Dog, that's actually high praise. This this movie is unironically, like, really good. I think <laughs> this movie's fantastic. I'm really sad that this... Der- this feels like a crime that this director hasn't done anything else. Yes. This movie also has a thing that films have. A setup and a payoff. And it has, like, good camera work. Good camera work, great animation. I think, I think that Tristan and Nick themselves are very serviceable in their roles. Mm-hmm. Like, they're... They're just the skateboarding kids. It's all the stuff that's happening around them that tends to be the focus, though. And I wanted to mention, like, you were saying that the dad and the mom both had, like, acting chops and various, like... Yes. Yeah. Cartoons and things like that. And I, I would say it shows, like, those two actually... They, They're they great. really sell... They're fucking fantastic. That mom is incredible. Like, she's so good. When they're driving home and she's just screaming and, like, <laughs> gr- like hunched over the wheel, like, so angry. It's, it's so, so evocative. It's perfect. It's really good. Yeah. All right. We, we actually need to talk about the movie. We need to talk about what happens in it. It's... Yeah. But I would, uh, kind of unironically, if you like the idea of kind of what we're setting up, that it's a bunch of weird live action slash cartoon, mostly live action, and like, but like with cartoon vibes, and that it's just weird, wild, fun, kind of fairly odd parents-esque, if that sounds at all interesting, just watch this movie and then come back, because... You should probably just watch this movie. I kind of like this movie a lot. <laughs> yeah. So the the twins wake up from their nap in the Ishtar Desert talking to a genie mm-hmm. from a golden skateboard, which we've yes. established. 
And they're like, Mega Dega! Mega Dega! Mega Dega! And they just run out the, the house screaming at the top of their lungs, Mega Dega! I feel like this is where we were, like, when I was like, all right, I'm in. It took all of, like, a minute and a half for me to be fully into this fucking film because it's just got so much energy. And, and then they run back in because they're like, oh, our parents put cereal out. We should eat breakfast. And then they, they sit oh, down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, they yeah, sit down, the montage of them running. They yeah. sit down to watch TV, and we get a full live-action commercial about Colonel Kaboom's uh, kabooming, <laughs> exploding candy. Uh-huh. Which causes, like, a foaming at the mouth and an explosion of foam candy all over the room. It, it sure does. That The child literally explodes from the inside out. Yeah. Which, I, it's funny, for this scene, I was actually a little disappointed because I felt like, weirdly enough, despite the energy that we're talking about and the kid exploding, I was like, this is a little low key for a '90s advertisement. <laughs> it's not weird. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Gu- like if you go back and watch like the Gushers commercials, Gushers were fucked. gross. Those were they're gross. fucked. There was a really gross Kirby commercial for like Super Nintendo where this guy yeah. at a at a Western bar just explodes outward like in fucking yeah. Big Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't quite go that far. It doesn't quite go far enough, but it's it's interesting. So there's Colonel Kaboom and his kabooming candy. Mm-hmm. And then the parents come and they're like, oh boy, it's our anniversary today. Isn't it wonderful, Laura? What a beautiful day. And like, like God, the dad is so God, perfect for that. What's like her the name? Way that Sylvia? Sylvia is the wife. Sylvia, name. yes. Yeah, Howard yeah, and Sylvia. Sylvia. They, they've got perfect names, even. Yeah. yeah. Like, very yeah, yeah, yeah. dad and mom. Edward. Oh, Howard. Yeah, like, they're, they're just doing this whole, like, shtick like that. And it's like, oh, you know, we'd have never gotten married all those years ago if we hadn't gone to our favorite restaurant. And it's them at the... The Taj Mahungry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is also where they got... Then this is plot important. Um, and they got the genie. So the genie in their dream is essentially, it was like a weird amalgamation thing of this statue that their parents got Mm -hmm. that's more than a little vaguely racist, I will admit. Um, Well, it's from the Taj Mahal Hungry. Well, technically. It is from the Taj Mahal They just got it at the Taj Mahal Hungry. Yeah, they got it at the Taj Mahal Hungry from... Sam Windler. Well, mm-hmm. we'll get into Sam Windler mm-hmm. later. Got this movie. <laughs> this fucking film. But, but they, so, they got this statue, which... It's this, like, yeah. It basically... Shiva uh, kind of thing. The a Hindu. The Swindler. Sorry, S. Windler. S. Windler. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. He's an honest man. He's an honest businessman. But he, he <laughs> sold it to them... And he's like, hey, this will give you good luck and you'll be married in no time on your first date. And then they got married ten minutes later on their first date. And because they show that Sylvia is superstitious. Yeah. So her being told by him, he's like, well, you'll have good luck and then you'll get married. She's like, well, we have to get married. So they get married like five minutes later. Mm-hmm. It's and, uh-huh. and this is their aluminum anniversary. You could tell because yes. Howard got her aluminum. God, I I forgot about that bit too. Everything in this movie, there's so many bits and they're all good. So the, the parents, uh, Howard and Sylvia, um, are going to go to an opera because Howard bought opera tickets mm-hmm. for them. And they needed to get a babysitter, so he got the best babysitter in the biz. Uh-huh. Who is Audrey. I remember the names because the characters are so good. Yes, Audrey is amazing. Holy shit. Like, this is the thing. Every side character, like, again, Nick and Tristan, eh, but, like, everybody around them is such an interesting, Mm -hmm. weird caricature. It's perfect. Because Audrey is the military babysitter who is trying to get a Girl Scout patch to go to Harvard. What gives? Hmm. See these patches? They give them to you when you're the perfect babysitter. 
When you get all the patches, you get a scholarship to Harvard. Harvard? Harvard. What? Which is where you'll meet your Yeah, no, that's that's babysitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He drives an expensive foreign car and works for an important senator. So between our exciting travels and my successful Connecticut real estate business, we won't have time for children at all. <gasps> oh my god. See this patch right here? No. No. That's because you're the last patch I need for that scholarship. You piece of shit. You're not going anywhere today. <laughs> And the conflict here is that the twins wanted to go to Mega Dega, which is the big skateboard competition yes. today. But today is their parents' anniversary, so they hired the babysitter. So they can't go because the babysitter needs to get to Harvard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, we got the basic plot out of the way. This is like five minutes into the movie. This movie is dense. There is so much going yeah, on I in forget. it. One of, the, one of the kids is like picking up food off the floor and he's like why do i have to be the vacuum and audrey's like because you can't play piano yes. <laughs> because some of the other kid playing <laughs> piano you're like it. oh that makes sense yeah mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah all right <laughs> sure sure and like so then they start sneaking out of the house i, I feel like this is maybe the moment that you fully mm -hmm. fell into this movie because you seemed to like this. Maybe I'm wrong, but it, it felt like something finally fully clicked with you where you were like, all right, I'm just all the way in. Was both that like, oh, well, you're not a piano. And then two seconds later, they're sneaking yeah. out of the house and the piano is still playing. Like they kind of do this little distraction and she's like reading a uh, newspaper. She's reading a SAT question or, book no, right, to get into Harvard. Yeah. Everything's about getting into right. Harvard. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. She's reading the prep books. Of course she is. And so they're sneaking out of the house and the piano's still playing. And you're like, well, who's playing the piano? And then like 30 seconds later, they're like, wait, if we're both sneaking out, then who's playing the piano? And it cuts back to a fucking reel-to-reel -reel machine. Like this gigantic fucking mm -hmm. box of reels to play on the piano. And it's like, no, no, no don't worry, I got it set up kind of thing. It's like, all right. It's such a yeah, dumb joke. Sure. It's ancient technology. And it's, it's so great. fucking old, yeah. But they like they uh, can't leave because the front door is locked, so they try to break the lock, and then the tool they're using to break the lock snaps off and ricochets around the room and then breaks the mm -hmm. statue that signifies <gasps> their parents' love. And without that statue, it'll ruin their yes. whole marriage. And this is when we get the flashback to their first date they, at the Taj Mahal Hungry. Showing and... more old technology. It's on like a a slide deck, not not a PowerPoint. <laughs> it's a projector slide deck. Oh, yep. I don't yep. remember because the the twins okay, show it to Aubrey see. on a projector to be like, this is the story of. Their, oh, I missed the projector marriage. thing. I yeah. Oh my god, I must have looked to the side. I just saw the flashback. I missed how they got transitioned into it. That's yep. fantastic. Yep. So Audrey, like... Col I, this movie Audrey is so fast, all the it's easy to miss little lock. things, honestly. And it's like, alright, we're gonna get in the car. We're mm -hmm. gonna go to every fucking run-down, dive, tchotchke shop <laughs> to find this piece-of-shit, terrible statue. Yeah. As she goes to drive away, there are more side characters that come mm -hmm. in. I don't remember the names of these kids. These two kids I don't remember, but I remember what they look like. They're very visually interesting because yeah. they're costuming. They're also a really... I, I think they were really interesting characters. I just... They didn't do their yeah. names a lot from what I remember. No, but but it's like Aviator, Helmet, uh, Tank Girl. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and Knitting Girl. Mm -hmm. There's a girl with like knitting needles that are each knitting two pigtails. feet long. Yeah, like the knitting needles are also like two feet long, which is kind of incredible. They they look like swords almost as much as they look like knitting needles. Yes, but she's always knitting in every and scene. She's always knitting. 
And every time that she sees, it's Tristan, right? This is the one that she mm-hmm. likes. Yeah, she's every like, time she's... Hi, Tristan. Hi, Tristan. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> cut to another part of the scene, and in the background, you're like, hi, Tristan. But quietly. Like, just kind of like... In the, yeah, and she's like always peeking around like a corner at him and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. That, mm. That's some... Um, what was it? Timmy in, in Fairly Odd Parents had a character like that that was like always talking to him and trying to get him to the dater or something it was weird sure that's another fairly odd parents joke is what that is yeah she also kind of had i mean it's it's just a cartoon joke because she's got a little bit of the energy or like these kids kind of have a bit of the energy of the uh like i get a bit of dexter's lab like the sister vibes yeah or elmira yeah a little bit of that yeah yeah little little bit not evil like her but no, no. But just but like a character in Hey Arnold little like genius. That too, yeah. So yeah. very again super cartoony. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, bothering the babysitter and distract her and they she's about ready to go so she disengages the parking brake and starts mm-hmm. talking gets out and starts yelling at these kids like back off from the car go away Tristan and Nick aren't allowed to play today kind of thing. And as she's doing that the car starts slow rolling backwards and the two girls are just kind of like watching it in their eyeline as they're being yelled at which is always a good bit and then there's a car chase scene no i i mean like so audrey runs after in the most in the most legitimate yeah like that's what i mean the most literal way she's chasing her car on foot Because it does go down the hill. This is like a San Francisco hill. Yes. You know, like Sonic Adventure 2 style. Mm-hmm. And and as it's going down, just like in Sonic Adventure 2, they need to skateboard or, or snowboard the, the car around the corners and the curves. Yes. They don't grab the wheel. They both stand up from their seats and start surfing the fucking car from the inside. It's amazing. Sure <laughs> it's yeah. so good. And, and they surf it off of a ramp and fly into the air. Mm-hmm. And then land in a used car park. Yes. In a used car lot. Yeah, as the... There's a salesperson that's sitting there trying to sell a, a truck to some lady kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and she's like, and I don't know, don't you have anything awesome? Well, it's because he was trying to sell a car to her, like a... I don't know, like a... It was lame. It was like this but old it had, beaten it had a, a beaten up Ford. It had a broken headlight. And he's yes. like, what's cooler than one headlight? What's cooler than one headlight? And then he starts, <laughs> he goes, he's like, hey, uh, what about this one over here? I'll even throw in two rad dudes. And you went, Yeah, that's hey, the car that they landed. Yeah. Hey, you can't sell children. And I went, well, maybe <laughs> you can't sell children, but this man seems like a great salesperson. He can probably sell those children just fine. <laughs> and he does. Yeah. He immediately he sells, sells the car. The car. Yeah, <laughs> great. Fell onto his lot. It's great. So the the kids, uh, the twins, go skateboarding around after leaving the car, mm-hmm. and they're they're trying to find where the. I don't know. I guess they're trying to find a shop to get the statue, and they don't know where it is. Or maybe they're trying to go no, to Megadega. First they, yeah. First they try to get to Megadega, and they go back and meet the two girls again, like the two. Yeah, because the because they get lost because they keep going in a circle and getting hit by buckets of water. Yes. So then they yeah. need help from the two girls, and they mm-hmm. to get to the Megadega. So they talk. To, the girls are like, "Oh, you look lost." Like the girls show up, and they're making fun mm-hmm. of them. And they're kind of talking back. Hi, and forth. Tristan. Hi, Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they, so they go back to the girl's place and they're like, well, we also need to fix up this statue. Otherwise we'll be in trouble. Can you analyze it? And the one girl's like, oh yeah, absolutely. Because she's kind of the, so the non-knitting girl is the, like the nerd. The tank girl, yeah. Yeah. She's like nerd tech girl. She gives them like walkie talkies and all this stuff to keep in contact and Gives them, like, a tracker for when they get lost, she says. It's a Pac-Man the... tracker. Yeah, she gives them all a... Like, it's like it's alien or something. <laughs> like, motion detector shit. Gives them all this stuff. And one of the things, she starts scanning in the statue, which has, like, this really weird pixel art thing on her computer. 
And then it, it sure turns does. into a video game, and she grabs, like, a Hotos and starts playing this skateboard shooting pixel art game with him. And he's like, what does it have to do with the statue? And she's like, oh, right, yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the plot. Yeah, right. that thing. And then she's like, they're like, well, okay, so you couldn't find anything about it. She's like, well, not through my computer. But it does have this on the bottom, and she flips it over, and it's I just got this with my eyeballs. massive fucking sticker that nobody's noticed that says... <laughs> S. Windlers and has an address on it. So she looks for the address and gives them the address to Swindler. Sorry, S. Windlers shop, so they can yeah. go and talk to Mister Windler and get their magical <laughs> statue back for their parents' anniversary. Sure, sure. <laughs> so uh, Aubrey, Audrey, Audrey. I was Audrey. Audrey. I think. I think it's Audrey. I think it's no. Audrey. It's Aubrey. It's Aubrey. 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 Okay. It is Aubrey. It's so similar. God, we also... Can we... Since we're talking about names, we need one quick moment to mention the name of the family, which is constantly used as a joke. Oh, yes. <laughs> the goddamn slap yeah. that you gave. Yeah. The, uh... <laughs> yeah. The, uh... The... Fa- <laughs> you immediately dropped, like, three octaves. Just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> This is a two octave joke. This is a two octave joke, is what we're hearing it's, from it's, Boyd. It's, it's, it's the fish sticklers. They're the fish sticklers. But, but with like a shh. No, they're down. like, no, it's the shtick. No, we're the fish stickler. And then it's like, yeah, fish tickler. No, fish sticklers. Come on. <laughs> like, that's just a stupid fucking joke. It, it's like a Miss Bucket, Miss Bouquet joke, which is a reference no one will get because that is very aged and old. Anyway, the the point is, uh, Aubrey oh, shows man. up at the used car dealership. She's like, hey, wait a minute, that's my car. Well, actually, if you want my opinion, that's your car over there. The salesman starts trying to sell her a new fucking car, yeah. <laughs> Another, like, it's just these these instant momentary jokes just, that are very snappy. Yeah, just fires very... them off real quick. Bon voyage, good luck with it. <laughs> My car! Young lady, if you want my opinion, that's your car right <laughs> over there. <laughs> you could tell it was a writer for like Chowder, because that show is also very snappy one-liner jokes, and uh, mm-hmm. it's good stuff. It's good stuff. So the the kids are skateboarding, and they get chased by by a dog. The dog on the cover. Yes, and. And as they get back into an alley, one of the kids starts talking to the dog in dog. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the dog's like, oh, sorry, I just was trying to get home, and I was hoping I could get a ride. And they're like, oh, he's just trying to get home. Oh, okay, here, let me pull a longboard out of my backpack so you can longboard home. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> they give this dog a cool deck. They sure do. And then the dog just skates away. Sure. We should mention, too, that the twins occasionally, when they get into trouble, they'll try and communicate to each other without speaking oh, yeah. by yeah. blinking in Morse code, which has subtitles. And yeah, and it does a sound over it as they, like, blink at each other. Which is... And it's important because there's a payoff later. Kind of. Not really. Yeah. It's 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 a, just a silly bet. Like, basically, all of this, like you said, is the very Scott Pilgrim also of just... It is firing visual and audio yes. gags at you at, like, rapid pace. It, it's shotgun and, blasting you with jokes constantly. And none of this is an origin story, by the way. This is just the middle of season three... Yes, of yeah. some episode of the Nick and Tristan show that you've never seen, that you turned on the television, and oh god, we're doing this now, I guess. Yeah, because like those girls, like when they come in, they're not like, oh look, it's the neighbor girls who we know. It's mm-hmm. the so and so and so and so. Like, there's no introduction to them. They're just there, and they go, "Hi, Tristan." You can tell and every episode she having... goes, "Hi, yeah. Tristan," and that's the thing, right? And they just start talking, and then. Then it's just these characters. You're like, oh, okay, there's just these people now, which is refreshing. It's mm-hmm. nice. It works well. So uh, at the same time as the kids are looking for the 
well, the Mega Daga and the statue and to the save statue. their parents' ma- marriage on their anniversary day. They'll have time for both. Yeah, they have time for both. The, the parents are driving around, and they're on their way to the opera, and the mom starts panicking, mm-hmm. uh, Sylvia, because she's like, oh, I hope the kids are okay. I'll, I'll just check in with the babysitter j- just in case. And, and the dad, Howard's trying to calm her down, like, no, it's fine. Look what street we're on. Hope. Oh, my wow. God, right? Oh, this we're, joke? Oh, we're on Hope Street. Oh, we're yeah, on everything's Hope. Everything's going to be fine. Okay, it's fine. And, and, and look at the, the cross street. It'll be great. Look, well, everything's fine and perfect. Yeah, and then she goes, okay, well, we need, he's like, where do we need to go from here? And she's like, well, I think that we're supposed to take a right up ahead. And then it zooms in on the street sign, and it's Despair Street. <laughs> and she just screams at the top of her lungs and starts dialing oh. home. Yep, and, and as they're driving, a a black cat fireworks truck passes them. She's like, oh, hell no, no black cat gonna cross our path today. This is a lucky day. It's our anniversary. Yeah, so they floor it to get in front of that, which then he's driving down the road, and he's like, whoo, we missed that cat, and looks ahead, and there is a giant comical ladder that is bigger than the car, like, big enough for the car to go underneath. So they have to do a hard swerve out of the way of that, which brings them into the alley where their children are, and they're about to run them over as they're screaming at the top of their lungs, going full speed down this alley, and the kids are screaming, and they're cutting back and forth between them, and then the kids look down at a manhole cover and jump into the manhole, and the parents stop, and then they're like, "Mm mm-hmm. Oh, I guess we weren't going to kill those kids. Were those our kids? No, they're probably not. All right, we should probably do this. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things, things are okay. We never, the, the black cat didn't cross us. We didn't go down to Spare Street. We didn't go under the ladder. Hey, uh. Yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, I guess wanna, we're still lucky. You want to fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Howard, Howard keeps trying to get Sylvia to smooch up on him. And he's like, well, now that we're alone. Now alone. that we're stuck. Go to the opera, Howard. Okay. We're going to be late to the opera, Howard. Fine. <laughs> I guess. Reverses. <laughs> yeah, so the, the kids go down into the sewer, the twins, and it's a hand-drawn animated sewer from Nick Arcade. Like the, yeah. the finale of Nick Arcade. Yep. And and they're like, whoa, sewer skate, bro. And then there's a huge montage of them sewer skating. Yeah, through this hand-drawn animated sewer. And then they run into the septics bar with the cockroaches that have a comedian from a roach the motel. Claymation cockroaches, and yes. The the band plays the comedian on, but the comedian sucks, so then they put them back in the roach motel and then stuff the roach motel away and then they skate away. And honestly, I'm not talking about this that much because the roaches were kinda weird and didn't really it's fit a lot of it. Weird, <laughs> it's kinda yeah. fucking weird. And the jokes were bad. The jokes were good sense. in this one. Like, yeah, that part was really weird. <laughs> Uh, but as they're as they're leaving the claymation roaches, I think one of them is like, we should get back to the plot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They look at the yes. They they pull out the map and they're like, okay, man, we're really starting to get lost here. Yeah, which way is back to the plot? Something like that. And they're like looking in the map and it's like, god damn it, god That's a good fucking joke, damn though. it, it's a good That's joke. That's a good joke. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they start climbing the ladder from Metal Gear Solid Three. Is there's a snake gigantic ladder? Yeah. Yeah. It, that's a good joke too, but. So they, they leave. The whole time, uh, I think Aubrey met up with the two girls, and they decide yes. to go off together to try and find them. So they're driving around. Yeah, because the guys have been calling back and saying they're lost, but the walkie-talkie's mm-hmm. breaking up because they're in the sewer. So now the girls are chasing after them, and they run into Audrey, Aubrey. Sorry, not Audrey. Aubrey. And, yeah, yeah that whole... Yeah. And, and as they climb out of the sewer, they climb into... A music video for My Chemical Romance, who's very popular right now. Yes, they do. Uh, well, it's, that, it's Metro Station. I, that, I was going to say, but that band is Evo. Metro Station, which apparently I'd never heard of. And they're, yes, they are very emo. And mm-hmm. I looked them up, and apparently they had like a top 10 Billboard hit, which is the song that they play in this, that was from the year before this movie came out. So... They were hoping it was their big break, yeah. They had some budget for this thing at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know why we but, never heard about this. But it goes from this emo pop music video mm-hmm. directly to a ska punk skanking 
Party Crasher, Crasher, Party Crash. Yes. Party. Tristan, it's this guy's birthday. Yeah, I heard. Didn't mean to crash the party. Oh, no. You didn't crash the party. We party crashers crash the party. You can't party crash a party crasher's party. party yeah, crashers. idiot. Yeah, dumbass. Zip it, Mom, put it in your pocket. Well, we'll just be on our way then. Oh, so now you want to leave? Huh? Hey, these guys think they too cool for my birthday. We're going to see just how cool y'all are. I just where's the iPad? Yo, let's skank it. Hey, yeah, you better be skanking. You came to my party, you better skank. There's a six-year-old who is running this skanking party full of full of adult punks. Correct. <laughs> who is using a cane and has an eye patch, and. We find out that this is this kid's party because they're like, wow, this party's kind of rad. And they're basically crashing it like our two Nick mm -hmm. and Tristan are. And all of these adults, adult punks are skanking around them. And so they walk over to the refreshment table and see a checkerboard ska cake. Like, this is the thing. It's this, so good. This movie goes all fucking in and also knows it, right? Like, it's... Mm -hmm. It's one thing when these kinds of movies don't understand the cultures that they're going for. Do you know what I mean? Like, most movies that we see like this, they wouldn't have understood any of, like, the punk stuff or, like, skank. Like, they wouldn't have gotten any of that or any of the aesthetics of it enough to Definitely make... Definitely not the culture around it, yeah. Right? Enough to make jokes about it. Yeah. Like, because that cake is hilarious. As like a, and it's for a brief second, but it's very fucking funny, at least to me. Like, mm -hmm. to me, that's really mm -hmm. funny. Like, that's like a good little nod to knowing what the culture and aesthetics of I, this kind of crew is. I just realized what the skanking scene is. It, it's the biker bar scene from Pee-wee's Big yes. Adventure. Yeah, it's that's the exactly tequila what it scene. Is. Yeah. Yes. But, like, they know oh, sorry, about- sorry, from the Sonic movie. My bad. The tequila scene from the Sonic movie. Like, they get appropriate music for the type of people they're trying to, like, ape here. Mm -hmm. And they have them dressed the right way and acting f the right way, quote-unquote. Like, obviously very over-the-top and cartoony. But, like, and they nail all the aesthetics, which makes it funny because they can actually parody the real things there. Like, them having a fucking checkerboard cake, which is yes. just the stupidest, like... Sure, yeah, people are so into ska that they checkerboarded their goddamn cake. <laughs> it's so fucking yeah, good. But, it's so dumb. But the punks are going to beat up Nick and Tristan, so Nick and Tristan have to win their appeal. So they skateboard by walking the plank, like, like fucking Rufio's telling them to walk the yeah, plank. Yeah, they're yelling to make the, walk the plank because they have an empty pool, which... Mm -hmm. Walk the plank, of course, means get on your skateboard and fucking skate this bitch, man! Fucking shred. <laughs> shred. So they, they shred. And shred. Nick, Nick and Tristan get punk ska fans. Yes. Like, all these adult the women. Yeah, these adult women punks are now smitten by these two children, which is a little weird, but it's so, cartoons. So. It's whatever, yeah. But no. so, so the eyepatch kid is like, okay, you can be part of our punk ska, you know, collective. <laughs> Party crasher, crasher, party, party, crash, party. Like, yo, you guys are pretty rad, actually, but, yeah. But we're going to have to do one thing. you got to have the initiation. Yeah, so they, they pull out some dorky kid with a mohawk. He's like, how am I going to go home looking I like this? I can't go home like this. My mom will kill me. Yeah. Don't yeah. let them and do it to you, Tristan and Nick. Oh, my God. The kid's like, bring me the hair of Nick and Tristan. <laughs> Yeah, and they, these kids have, like, they've got, like, the 70s, like, mop hair. Mm -hmm. They're very, very, they're very much, like, the, yo, dude, kind of crew. Server so, like, yeah, they, thing, yeah, they're not the mohawk types, so it's, oh, my God, we can't do that. Like, and then, yeah, This we feels like a rocket power joke to me. Like, we're going to get rid of their SoCal hair and turn them into these gross punk rockers. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so they run away and there's a there's a chase scene with that and they eventually get to a parking garage. 
where they split up. Yes. Because one of them but, is like saying, I need to go and get the statue for mom. I don't care about the Megadega. We need to save our parents' marriage. And the other one's and, like, Megadega! Megadega, bro! We gotta split up. It's I want the Megadega! And at the same time, Aubrey gets to the ska party, crash party, crash party. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, have you seen, have you seen like two skateboarding kids with long hair? <laughs> And and at the same moment as she's asking the question, Steve walks out. Steve. 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 He's so hot, he's Steve. Steve. He's wearing like a jacket that's too small for him, that's leather. With with like a scarf. Yeah. There's <laughs> yeah. there's this very stereotypically handsome, like not really punk, but kind of, sort of, mm-hmm. slightly punk, like, hipster dude that's at this party. And she just immediately starts having, like, little hearts floating over her head and mm-hmm. everything. So, her and the two girls pile into Steve's convertible. Steve's broke down junker convertible. <laughs> His absolute pile of shit, like, it's one of those yeah. convertibles that are all like, wow, this is such a cool convertible. And it's like, no, this is like an... Oldsmobile. Like, this is what mm-hmm. your senior citizen grandparents drove where it's got, like, the three seats in front with the extra seat belt. Like, it's one of those yeah. old, huge boats. It's one of that, those pieces of shit. And, and there's some really good jokes here, because, like, Aubrey is just fawning over him. She's like, Steve. Mm-hmm. Steve. And then we're, as we're watching, going, Steve. 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 Yeah. And there was a really good joke when... The, the two girls meet Steve because they're in his car. Yes. And and they're like, hey, who are you, Steve? And and he grabs some gum. Yes. But the rapper's still on it. He, well, he, <laughs> and, gives, he gives Aubrey some gum. He's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, wow, gum. From she's Steve. just smitten from him. Yeah. yeah. But but he puts the, the gum in with the wrapper still on and just takes the in his mouth it starts chewing it and starts yeah. chewing it and then when they look at him weird they look at him weird and he looks back at them and does a big smile and it goes ting across his like teeth and his teeth are all like it doesn't zoom in on them it leaves it very subtle but his teeth are totally aluminum foiled <laughs> like they're like sure they're very very aluminum foiled looking it's great. It's a very dumb joke. It's I such love a it. stupid thing. It's like, how does his smile look so shy? Oh, that, okay. Sure. Yeah, that he's makes just, sense, yeah. He's just incorporating the aluminum into his body because he's Steve. <laughs> so so back at the parking garage, Tristan hears a, Tristan, Tristan. And, and mm-hmm. behind him in the parking garage is an LSD trip. Of a giant statue in parts with human arms moving in the animated statue. And it talks to him. It's like, Tristan, you have to go save your brother and and your parents' marriage. He's like, well, I'm already trying to save my parents' marriage. My brother's a shithead who only wants to go to the Megadega. Yeah, your brother, you have to look behind you. Look behind you. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he looks behind him, and his brother Nick has been caught by the security guard. Huge boobs on the security guard. <laughs> That's what they took. That away is from this? literally the entire review. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. Yeah, but she she caught Nick, who broke a panel on the wall, and she's like, "That's fifty dollars worth of damage, repairs, painting, and and labor, friend." I guess. Mm-hmm. And this is ACAB for sure. She's oh, yeah. A security officer. Absolutely ACAB. Horrible bastard. Yeah. And and she is hassling Nick and is about to call his parents when Tristan, you know, climbs up to look through a window and they start talking in Morse code eyes to each other. Yes. To get the phone number for that room. And then Tristan calls in, disguising his voice as his dad. He's like, Hello, yes, this is Nick's father, Dad. Uh, I mean, Howard. <laughs> yes, this is Nick's father, Dad, Howard. Hi, I'm here to... And it's like, how do you know the number? Oh, well, you know, I know all about where my son is because I'm the father, Dad, Howard. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, you yeah, know, your sense, son's yeah. been uh, in trouble here. Oh, well, uh, we'll we'll certainly help with that. Did But he has... 
Did you know that he's very sick? Sure. He has rabies. Oh. Well, How do you know he has rabies? rabies. Wait, well, I know. Well, Meanwhile. He's foaming at the mouth. Nick has been chewing on Colonel Kaboom's Ka Kaboom Boom candy. Mm-hmm. Which makes you foam at the mouth and explode. So Correct. Nick starts foaming at the mouth as this is going, and then he it just kind of cuts to them having escaped, but they're having like this big heart to heart scene, and it's like, you know, like it's like the big moment in a movie like this where mm -hmm. it's like, okay, we gotta get the band back together. You know, I'm really sorry we had this big falling out, and I really love you, and we should save our parents' marriage. And they're yeah, doing you know, like, that and like with like the soft music ago. in the background and all that. But while it's happening, the one kid is like covered in fucking blue shaving foam, head to goddamn toe, which mm -hmm. just like they know what they were doing. It is just kind of done perfectly enough where it's this over the top, like melodramatic moment. But he is just like dripping shaving foam because of his rabies bit. With the exploding it's, candy, it's... They knew the joke was there, and they kept going with it to the right extent for where that joke should have gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They take good. everything just far enough. Mm-hmm. So the, the kids decide, you know what? We will say, forget the Mega Dega. It's too far away. We need to go to S. Swindler's shop and get that statue and save our parents' marriage. Back to so the they, plot. They go to S. Swindler's... Sorry, S. Windler's store... Mm -hmm. And they they knock on the door. Uh, Mr. Windler buzzes them in, and and they ring the bell as he's reading a paper. He's like, "Oh, hello, kids. I'm Sam Windler. I, I'm the person who owns a store who sells things, a business, a place of of you know commerce. monetary exchange and commerce." <laughs> oh, oh, okay. What what kind of things do you sell, Mr. Windler? Well, uh, I have a lucky shoe, a uh, lucky rabbit's foot, a uh, lucky, four lucky rabbit's feet, in fact, and pulls out like a taxidermy rabbit, and mm -hmm. this is kind of going through this whole little bit here. Yeah, and the kid's like, oh, do you have any lucky statues? Oh, lucky statues. Oh, no, uh, oh, I no, no, I don't, I don't sell any lucky statues. But, uh, I'll tell you kids what I can do, I'll, uh... You, you can just sit here and have some good old drinks. And he takes out two paper cups and sticks them in front of the kids. And he's like, and, and maybe a, a little snack. Here, have a donut. And pass them a donut. Some coffee and donuts. Yeah. Some coffee and donuts. And then he's like, I'll, uh, I've got to go back into my storeroom because maybe I'll make sure that I don't have any lucky statues. A thing that I've never sold. I would never <laughs> sell an illegal lucky statue. No, 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 no. Not me. Not Mr. Sam Windler. I'm a... I'm an upstanding citizen. And he pulls like a cord and goes through like this back hidden yeah, bookcase thing. He goes thing. through a hidden bookcase. And the kids door. start trying to drink the coffee, but it's too awful. So of course they're like pouring sugar in it and everything. Eventually they're like, I don't, I don't think he's coming back. Why do people like this bean juice? I don't yeah. think he's coming back. Yeah, wait a minute. And I think they see him running out the yes, like past the window. Yeah, they yeah. see him out the side, and they so they start chasing yeah. after him. And he's got a big, uh, like, suitcase there, and he's like, Stay away from me, officers! And they're like, what? And they're like, well, I know you're cops. That's why I gave you coffee and donuts to distract you. <laughs> that, that distracts every cop. <laughs> Get away from me, you're, pig. You're, as you're asking me about my illegal statue business. I know a cop when I see one. Fucking cops. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, yeah? And he, he gets mad because he's like, I can't believe it. They're the only officers that ever managed to pull themselves away from the donuts that I give them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's real smart so when you think about it. It's fucking good. It's right? such a, this movie yeah, rules. And then he's like, you know what we do to cops, right? And he calls in, <laughs> like, on his, on his walkie-talkie and presses a button. Then a door opens up, which opens another door, which slides another metal door with caution tape on it. Mm-hmm. And then a dog comes running out, and it's the same dog from earlier. Some nasty, horrible... Oh, yeah, it's that, that cool, oh, it's, cool it's that dog cool, on the skateboarder. Cool skateboarding dog, yeah. And they're like, oh, hey, it's that skateboarding dog. I see you got home on time. He's like, oh, oh, that dog likes you? That dog hates cops. You can't be cops. Yeah. <laughs> the dog, like, winks and communicates them in a way, so it's like, oh, you gave him a cool deck. He says, thanks for the deck. <laughs> 
and his suitcase breaks open and it's full of lucky statue illegal lucky statues that he has mm -hmm. so he gives them one for free because he yeah, loves those good. kids so much because they're not cops and then steve rolls up in his steve mobile steve with, with aubrey still with cartoon hearts flying out of her head yeah, she's and totally like, lost. She has no intention of finding these children anymore. Yep. So the kids get in. They're like, we need to get home. And I think moments before, after the opera ended and Howard was trying to, to get his wife drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. He asks her to go. Oh, God. Right. He he goes like, he oh, like, well, how about we go for an audience. adult yeah. beverage? <laughs> Is that what yeah. And she goes, oh, an adult beverage? Yeah. Can we get the one with the little onions in it? And he goes, a Gibson? Yes, absolutely. And starts taking her. And then she's like, no, 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 never mind. We've got to go home. And he's like, but the little onions. <laughs> it's just, oh. God, they're, they're so cartoon parents. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. But but she called Aubrey, who was still in the Steve dimension. Y yes. Yeah. So when, when Aubrey answers the phone, she's like, Steve. Steve. And she's like, oh my god, where are my kids? Ah! And and she goes Steve. into an angry panic. Mm -hmm. And that, that was the funny moment where she's driving home with her arms raised really high. Yeah, she's just clawed over the wheel. Her hair is all askew. And the dad's sitting in the mm -hmm. other seat, like in the passenger seat with his arms crossed, looking all sad and grumpy because mm -hmm. his date's being interrupted. It's funny. He's just full, full on and pouting. He's in 100% pout mode. So they're going to get Steve to drive them home, but Steve's car, who's very reliable, mm -hmm. <laughs> breaks down, predictably. And uh, he just starts and... going into the engine and pulling things out of it. <laughs> yes! like he's just like best, holding a carburetor in his hand. He's like, well, that's probably not great. <laughs> like, no, no, probably not. So, so Aubrey's just going to call a taxi, but the kids are like, hey, why don't we just like... Uh, ride the bike and skateboard and do all this other shit and we'll get home before them because they're really bad at directions like us who are bad at directions <laughs> yeah um, so Aubrey's like okay yeah no that's a good plan I'll, I'll uh, you know head over there Steve you should come with us and Steve's like no I can't this is the end of the road for Steve Steve Steve's gotta stay with his car and Aubrey's like no but but, but I was gonna go to Harvard with you Steve she's like I don't, I don't care about that. Steve has a place, and the place is the road. Yeah, Harvard. Sorry, Harvard's can't handle Steve. Steve, Steve can never go to Harvard. <laughs> has this whole so, little thing of like, no, yeah. like, no, I could, I could never, I could never fit in at Harvard. I'm sorry. We're from two different worlds, Aubrey. Two different worlds. Oh God. Okay, fine. I'm sorry, Steve. Oh, Steve. Mm -hmm. And she has to she has to leave him. She has to abandon her Steve. And and Steve gets left on the side of the road with mm -hmm. his broken down Steve mobile. Yep. <laughs> the, so as the, the twins are skateboarding back, they get chased by the ska punks who are trying to shave their hair. Mm -hmm. The security ska guard. Ska punk. Yep, yep. The security yeah. guard who is covered in foam. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And the and I... other ska punks, which are the their other... fans, it was their yeah. fans, their fans saw them first. All of the adult mm -hmm. women ska punk fans saw them skateboarding home and were like, oh my god, it's Nick and Tristan! And start chasing after them, mm -hmm. screaming, which alerts the security guard, who then sees them and starts running, mm -hmm. screaming after them. And then they run into the shaved head guys and they start running trying to get them, them a mohawk yeah yes yeah yeah and, and then there's a huge chase scene with like balloons and and I, just everything. lots of wild shit everything yeah. but but there's the funny part is chase. the yeah. whole time they're running back the security guard's in the back and she keeps giving tickets to everybody for everything yes yeah the whole time she's just copping her way the entire way <laughs> i'm a cop yeah i'm yeah, a yeah. cop I'm a cop. <laughs> I'm a real Every piece of shit. shit. I'm a real piece of shit. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> yeah, and and as they're running, the claymation roaches show up again for some reason. And they're like, we need to save Nick and Tristan. They helped us this so much kind with of that stand-up comedy joke mm -hmm, mm -hmm. By, by killing the stand-up comedian. <laughs> yep. And, and so they pull out floss, and they're, they're setting up a tripwire for all these adult, human-sized, you know, punks... And mm -hmm. security guard, and they pull it across the road, and they're about to trip the ball. 
but they're fucking little claymation roaches. Yep. So the minute that one of the foot, the feet hits the floss, it yanks all of the roaches out of the sewer and like splatters them on the pavement. And the yeah. guy who's sitting there in charge of the septic is what they called their bar, mm -hmm. who is like the MC is sitting there and goes, quick, quick, start playing the music, play the music. And like, that's like the house band to just start playing music. And then they're never seen again. And that's just the end of the roaches. <laughs> what I, a good bit. It, it almost makes the roaches worth it. The roaches were definitely a weirder, lower point of this movie, but this almost brings it back because it just, I don't know, we put them uh, in for runtime. Fuck it. <laughs> on the way home, Nick and Tristan decide they can also do the Mega Dega. They have enough time. Yeah, so they go to the Mega Dega, they do the Mega Dega, and they get the Mega Dega Championship trophy. Yes. And then they skateboard through the sky to get back home in time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> busting through a Captain Kaboom, or sorry, Colonel Kaboom's Kaboom Boom Candy uh, mm -hmm. billboard as they do it, like Kool-Aid Man. Mm-hmm. And, and they land in time, they replace the statue... The parents get home, they're like, oh, my children, are you safe? What are you talking and about? And they're We're sitting right there playing the piano and the and Being the good flute. little kids. Being yeah. good little kids. It's like, they've decorated the house and everything for their anniversary. And the yep. as the mom is like, oh my god, but wait, where's Aubrey? Aubrey closes the door behind them and goes, oh, I'm right here, just closing the door for you. Everything's right in the world. It just resets back. Like mm -hmm. just like the end of a, a fairly odd parents episode. Yeah, exactly. Like, like any Saturday yeah. morning cartoon. Yeah. Like everything then, is wrapped up nicely. You can't just end the joke that way though. So the parents break the lucky statue. Of course. Which was the whole thing the kid was trying to prevent. And that's a classic bit. Yep. Yep. And and so they replace it with their trophy that they got from the Mega Dega. And the parents are like, you know, this trophy is actually a little better than that shitty statue we got. Yeah, that thing was maybe actually kind of weirdly racist and uh, yeah. gross Chotsky yeah. and looked awful, which it did. Well, anyway, Aubrey, yes. you did a great job. We're going to make sure you get that patch and go to Harvard. Oh, Har right, Harvard. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I got lost but, in the but Steve, Steve dimension. Will be at Harvard. <sighs> yeah, and, Poor and Steve. as she's leaving, Steve walks up. He's like, hey, I'm still Steve. Oh, my God, it's Steve. Steve, can we. Can you drive me home? No, my, my car's fucked. Oh. oh. Well, I'll walk well, you home. Oh, Yeah, okay. that's cool, I guess. Hey, hey, Steve, were you ever planning to go to Harvard? Oh, no, no. I'm going to Princeton. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Harvard. I couldn't go to somewhere like Harvard. I, I'm going to Princeton. <laughs> yeah, Harvard's for losers. God, what a good joke. I, God damn fucking it, Steve. movie. This Love fucking that, movie. And then it ends. And it's just like the perfect Saturday morning cartoon movie. It's just over an hour long, which is short. But, like, this is short and sweet. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Good I, film, somehow. Yeah. Somehow. Let's rate the dog. Let's yeah, so the dog is named dogs. Gordon, right? Yes, the dog is named Gordon. Yeah. I'm glad that you also remembered that. Because, like, yeah, they're like, hey, Gordon, get out here and kill these kids. <laughs> Get these uh, cops I, for me, Gordon. Gordon hates cops. Mm hmm Literally, absurdly hates cops. Uh, loves the longboard. Loves the longboard. Can communicate, but doesn't talk. Yes, more importantly, does not talk. Does not. Communicates, but doesn't talk. Really kind of a perfect dog. Mm -hmm. I would rate I would rate Gordon a uh, about that beer you owed me out of 10. That's a good dog. Yeah, yeah, like this this dog could probably save somebody. I'm gonna give it a Christ air out of ten. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Sort of like a half life saves out of ten almost too. But yeah, mm. no, that makes sense. That's a good dog. That's a good dog. That was a real good dog. Yeah. Uh, we do have one other dog to rate. Do we? Is it Steve? Steve. <laughs> we gotta rate Steve. <laughs> Steve's a good boy. Steve's a good boy. We we have there's another good boy to rate, and it's Steve. Steve is Steve is chiseled out of ten. He he's he's carved from granite, this man. This, I Steve is the the type of man I see in my dreams. I love Steve. <laughs> Steve's a good boy. Steve knows how to chew gum. 
he knows how to chew gum. He's gonna skank later. What what more can you ask for? I'm giving giving Steve, Steve a skank out of ten. I'm giving Steve a can I have your number out of ten, please, <laughs> please Steve call me. Steve, 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 call me. <laughs> just get the Steve. You're constantly like right giving now. phone yeah. phone yeah. vibes to the yeah. mic. Oh. <laughs> I, all right. Well, that's Rough Cuts for this week. Thank you for being here. Uh, you can always check us out on social media. We'll try and post up some stuff like we do always on TikTok and Twitter. You can find us. We're Rough Cuts Cast at both of those places. Um, and you can always check us out on Co-host also, where we're just at Rough Cuts, because we got in early. And, yeah, you can email us if you have any suggestions for movies. We have occasionally gotten some suggestions and things from there and we do really appreciate that it's been a blast doing this for everybody this one we've had a couple of real winners in the last few and i'm real appreciative yeah sometimes you get lucky yeah, just yeah. like this statue i have for sale sir would you be interested it's called a lucky statue would i it's eight dollars. That means it's good value, and it'll improve your love life. You might even get married in ten seconds. Well, how about this little number right here? Comes with bucket seats, factory AC. Mega Dega. Even throw in a couple of totally rad dudes. I don't. You can't sell children, sir. <laughs> not how this works. Maybe you can, but he's a very good salesman. <laughs>